Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnana Shalakaya Chakshurin Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha We are gathered here for the purpose of enhancing our bhakti toward Lord Shri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We are specifically gathered here by the grace of Srila Prabhupada who preached Krishna consciousness all over the world, uh, including India, which is part of the world. We see that uh, in India particularly, people are taking up this Krishna conscious very uh, in more numbers than in other countries, which is not surprising because the uh, culture of bhakti has been preached here throughout the centuries. In the Western or in countries outside India, this uh, culture of bhakti to Krishna appears to them to be something foreign. But in India, people at least have some concept of this. Okay. Uh, in this area, in particular, where we are now, Sripad Ramanujacharya uh, and his sampradaya have had a tremendous influence in throughout the centuries. And uh, there are so many divyadeshams of the Sri Sampradaya in this area. I personally visited, I've had the fortune to visit many of these divyadeshams and uh, devotees who know me over the years know that I have uh, highest regard for the devotees of the Sri Sampradaya. In, uh, in in this area, they don't call it Sri Sampradaya. They call it, what is it? What do they call it? Ramanuja Sampradaya, is it? What do they call it? They don't. Vishishtadvaita. Those who are more philosophical, they know the term Vishishtadvaita. They say Sri Vaishnava, yeah. Because originally they just used to call it Vaishnav. There were no other Vaishnavas in in this area, which is now known as Tamil Nadu. Later, Madhvas came. In. But uh, recently, someone told me something which I thought that we should discuss. That uh, someone had said that. Mukti is only possible through, or actually a, a leader of the, within that Sampradaya said that Mukti is only possible through Sri Ramanujacharya. So I thought this, this requires some discussion. Because when a spiritual leader says something, people usually think it must be true. In this case, this statement, we cannot accept it as being Accurate. Uh, if that were true, then uh, all other preachers in other Vaishnav lines, they would be. Uh, there are four uh, Vaishnav 
sampradayas, main sampradayas, which are mentioned in Padma Purana. There is the uh, Brahma Sampradaya, Brahma Sampradaya, which in this world, in this Kali Yuga, is coming down through um, Madhvacharya, uh, and in which, uh, with which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, aligns himself as the Brahma Madhva Gorya Vaishnava Sampradaya. Then the uh, Sri Sampradaya, which comes from Lakshmi and is represented in this world at this time by the line of uh, Sri Ramanujacharya. In the uh, Rudra Sampradaya, coming from Lord Shiva, who is a great Vaishnava, which was which was uh, preached in this world by Vishnu Swami and is currently uh, coming through the line of Sri Vallabhacharya. And the Kumar Sampradaya, which is coming down through uh, Sri Nimbarkacharya. Now these are all recognized Sampradayas. And the followers of them, uh, they can all by the mercy of the Lord receive through the Acharyas go to the spiritual world. And practically we see that uh, through Srila Prabhupada in the modern age, even people from very sinful backgrounds are being delivered back to Godhead. Uh, For instance, in Shastra it's stated that anyone who leaves their body in Mathura Mandal, they immediately go to the spiritual world. And by the preaching of Srila Prabhupada all over the world, Many people have gained faith in this and they come to Mathura Vrindavan and pass away from this world. And even those who don't leave this world in Mathura Mandal, if they chant Hare Krishna, they will be delivered from this material existence. So definitely uh, many people are being delivered from material existence by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, who, who as a bona fide acharya, uh, presented himself as a servant of all the previous Acharyas. Uh, but practically speaking, we see that uh, other Vaishnav Sampradayas, they are, or particularly through this uh, process of Harinam, that's, they're delivering people back home, back to Godhead. Now, of course, uh, many people preach like this, that our way is the only way. Particularly Christians, they preach like this, that if you don't follow Jesus, you have to burn in hell forever, which even as a child raised in a Christian family didn't seem to make any sense to me. But it's so, preaching like this is a way of instilling fear in people and uh, getting them to follow something. But if one thinks a little bit, then you can understand that uh, obviously... Uh, God doesn't belong to any particular sect and that he, uh, his message is preached by various saintly people throughout the world in different times and places. So uh, Christians like to preach that, well, Jesus is the own, what is it, the only way, the truth and the life, whatever that means. I'm not exactly sure what, I don't know if they know what it means either, but they like to preach like that. And... That might be true, 
Inasmuch as in the time and place where Jesus was preaching, he was the only way. But it's not that in all times and all places and all circumstances that there's only one preacher of the truth. So similarly, at the time when Sri Ramanuja was preaching, uh, he was the only Vaishnav preacher, so it would be true that uh, at that time, he was the, the only way to attain mukti was through him. But again, we can't say that's true for all times and places and all circumstances. And definitely in the present circumstance, uh, many people, as I've pointed out, they are being delivered back to Godhead by the preaching of Srila Prabhupada and his followers. So if you preach like this, that this way is the only way, it appeals to a certain kind of fanatical mentality. But it does not actually add to the glory of, of Bhagavan by, by presenting that he's uh, only restricted himself to some small group. So uh, it, it appeals to a certain kind of neophyte mentality. We see that, you know, just like some people, ours is the only way, and they become very enthusiastic. But there's no philosophical, there's not much philosophical depth. Vaishnav Sampradayas, they're based on uh, deep philosophical understanding. We don't uh, encourage this kind of fanaticism. Tivravadi, is it? Well, we should be Tivravadi in one sense. Akama sarva kama va moksha kama udara dhi. Tivrena bhakti yogena yajeta purusham param. Bhakti should be performed... Tivra with Tivrena by Tivrata by intenseness. So the word Tivra is there, but there's also in the same verse is the word Udaradhi, which means uh, open-minded, broad-minded. So the Bhakti should be Tivra directed very intensely towards the Lord. But at the same time, as Bhagavan himself is Udaradhi, he is very open-minded towards everyone, so the devotee should be. Uh, actually, this question of mukti, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sampradaya, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he doesn't even give much value to mukti. Mukti is uh, it's simply a, a byproduct of bhakti. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught us to pray na dhanam na janam na sundarim kavitam va jagadisha kamaye mama janmani janmanishvare bhavatad bhaktya rahaitu kitvai He taught us to pray to Jagadish, the Lord of the universe, that I do not desire wealth, followers, women or anything for personal sense gratification. I do not even pray for mukti. But I simply pray for the opportunity to serve you even if I have to take birth after birth. Salokya samipya sarshti sarupye katva meputa diyamanam nagrinanti vinamat sevananjana. In Bhagavatam also, we find Kapila Dev saying that the different kinds of mukti are listed. They are to live uh, on the same planet as the Lord to live very close to him, to have the same opulence as him, to have a similar form to him, 
or to uh, merge into the Brahma Jyoti, the, the light of his body. But Kapila Dev says that devotees, they don't accept any of these kinds of mukti unless they have the opportunity to serve Bhagavan. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu rejects the desire for mukti as a, as a kind of personal desire. If we think, I want mukti, that's also a kind of personal desire. But a completely surrendered servant, servant thinks, I simply want to serve the Lord. And if he grants me mukti, that's up to him, whatever's most favorable for his service. Uh, that I want to accept. Krishna Vishayak Prem Param Purusharta Jara Age Chunatula Chari Purusharta. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that Prem, love of Krishna, is the topmost goal for every human being. And this Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha, even Moksha, all of these, compared to Krishna Prem, they seem very insignificant. So if we say the highest uh, goal is mukti, and that's only available through our way, we say that, well, it, uh, pure devotees are not even interested. We think it's, so, it, I, it, it's a very insignificant thing. We want bhakti, which is much more than mukti. Now, we also say that in one sense, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's way is the only way. Haren nama, haren nama, haren nama, eva kevalam, kalo nascheva, 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 gatiranyata. In Kali Yuga, the only way for uh, achieving the ultimate goal is by harina. And practically, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu emphasized this more than others. Uh, Apart from that, there's another consideration also. Jodi Gorna Hoito Tobeki Hoito Kemani Dharitam De Radhar Mahima Prima Rashashima Jogati Jana Toke. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is the only one who has revealed the topmost. Uh, intricacies of Prem between Radha and Krishna. So particularly that very highest level of Bhakti, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has revealed that. But uh, in other Sampradayas they are focused on Rama Bhakti or Vaikuntha Bhakti. So that's also very nice. We don't have any argument with that. But uh, we should see that practically uh, People are being, becoming purified and becoming eligible to enter the spiritual world by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's process. And actually that is practical and effective in the modern age. To follow all the rituals, of just like in the Sri Sampradaya, it's very difficult in the modern age. But uh, everyone in any situation can chant the Hare Krishna mantra. So... We request everyone to consider uh, very intelligently all these points. Just like Sri Ramanuja himself, he didn't just say, follow me or go to hell. But uh, he preached his philosophy, Vishishtadvaita. That was a very, uh, you know, it's a very deep philosophy. It's, uh, you know, it requires people to understand the relationship between the Lord 
the universe and the jivas. But the main point is that all the Vaishnava Sampradayas, they accept that Vishnu is supreme and the jivas are his servants. So practically speaking, we see that this process of chanting Hare Krishna is very effective in bringing people to bhakti all over the world. We see that uh, all over the world people are giving up eating meat and uh, smoking and onions and garlic and coffee and watching TV. Because all these things are uh, obstacles to bhakti. Unfortunately, in the modern age, many people whose forefathers have traditionally been Vaishnavas, they are going the other way. They're starting to eat meat and drink coffee. Uh, drinking coffee that's been there for generations. But uh, You see, even drinking coffee, it, it may seem like a minor thing, but actually it's an obstacle to bhakti. Because Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Yad karoshi yadashnasi yad juhoshi dadasi yad yad tapasyasi kauntaya tat karushva madarpanam. He told Kauntaya Arjuna that whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer in yagya, whatever tapasya you do, everything you should do as an offering to me. So it's an important rule of bhakti that devotees, they only take uh, food which is offered to Krishna. But uh, Krishna is not a coffee drinker. So even taking coffee, I mean, it's not a major infringement, but it, 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 it is an obstacle in bhakti. And what to speak of onions and garlic, which are very tamasic foods. So practically speaking, we see that this Krishna consciousness movement, which is coming down through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there is some definite spiritual shakti there. And therefore, uh, people who are seriously looking for spiritual life, they're attracted to this. It's a very pure and joyful process. Pratyakshavagamam, well, I can say the whole verse. Raja vidya raja guhyam pavitramidam uttamam these, the, all these conditions we see in the present Krishna conscious movement. I'll, I'll say the, what the meaning is, but first say that. So Lord Krishna says this is the uh, highest and most confidential knowledge. And we see practically in Srila Prabhupada's books that this, this highest and confidential knowledge is presented in a manner which uh, everyone can understand without being a great Sanskrit pundit or without uh, even having any background of uh, previous education in these matters, by studying Srila Prabhupada's books and associating with devotees, one can enter into understanding this highest knowledge. And pavitram idam uttamam, we see that uh, people who take to this Krishna conscious movement coming down through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they lead the most pure kind of lives. Pratyakshavagamang dharmyam and devotees, they, by following this process of chanting Hare Krishna, devotees, they practically uh, experience the bliss of Krishna consciousness. And susukam kartam, it is very joyfully performed. And, av- and uh, avyayam, it, it keeps on going. There's no loss in it and you can just keep on going.
all your life. So uh, we should see if, if is there actually spiritual. We should see where there is actually spiritual energy. Of course, there are many people who are attracted to a kind of watered-down religion. And just like people say, Jesus is the only way, or this is the only way, or that's the only way. But why it should be the only way, they don't really think. There's no real philosophy or understanding. And usually this kind of fanatical religion, they, they don't really follow very much either. So in some ways you might think, well, it is a little difficult to take to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's process. Because if you want to attain the result, one has to live a very pure life. We ask people that if you want to take this out, everyone can come and chant Hare Krishna with us, but if you want to take it seriously, then you have to give up meat, fish, eggs, onions, garlic, coffee, all these things. So people who are somewhat superficial in their approach, they like someone who will just tell them, well, you just follow this and we'll rubber stamp you and then you don't have to follow anything and without following anything you get everything. Do whatever you like, get a rubber stamp initiation. But uh, that doesn't make any sense that by following nothing you get everything and then and then in this movement by following everything you get nothing. Uh, does it make any sense? I didn't say Sri Vaishnava. I mean, it, it, there are so many different people who are preaching fanatically like this. So we say, if you want to follow Ramanuja Acharya, very nice, very good, but follow him properly. I don't find uh, any record of him eating onions or drinking coffee. And they would, they would spend his... Traditionally, his followers would spend hours every day in puja and then uh, studying Shastra and all these things. They were very serious about it. So if you want to be serious, then... Only then only should you call yourself a follower of a Vaishnava Acharya. The Vaishnava Acharyas have not come to give us anything cheap. They've given, come to give us entrance into the spiritual world. It's not that that's not something that can be very cheaply attained. And practically speaking, in the present age, that can be attained most uh, practically. Most. Uh, yeah, most practically by this process of chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. Anyway, everyone has to choose what they want. But we uh, request you to do so using your good intelligence and sincerely praying to the Lord to guide me as to what is best for me to reach you. All right, so if there are any questions or comments about this, I can take that. Are some devotees who are regularly coming to... This Hare Krishna movement. Uh, some God initiated through this Sri Sampradaya. Can we ask them to continue chanting this Hare Krishna mantra? They are hesitating to do so. Hmm. Can we advise them to continue chanting this Hare Krishna mantra? Say in Tamil. So the, in the Hare Krishna Nama, Nama, we encourage everyone to chant Hare Krishna. It's very unfortunate that people are getting spiritual inspiration by coming here and then they take what is supposed to be Diksha and then they don't want to chant Hare Krishna. Actually, Diksha by chanting, 
By taking Diksha, you should become more enthusiastic to chant Hare Krishna. What is the meaning of Vaishnav Diksha if by taking that Diksha you become less enthusiastic to chant the names of the Lord? That Diksha should take you closer to Bhagavan, not further away. And if you speak, speak in the mic. He's asking that before 500 years ago, the Ramananda came and preached Vaishnava. Well, philosophy. more than 500 years. 1,500 years. So, before 500 years, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came and uh, established this kind of Sampradaya. He is asking the same question. So, in this time and place circumstances, which is best to follow? From this time, which will be the main Sampradaya? What do you mean? From which time? Can you tell me simply? Is anyone else coming? Well, um, there's nothing beyond that which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has brought. That's a big subject which I've discussed in various lectures previously. But uh, they don't take prasadam. We're going to serve prasadam in a few minutes. Hmm? No, they're not. So, uh, Krishna, he is Akila Rasamrita Sindhu. Rasovai Saha. The Shruti says Rasovai Saha. The Supreme is Rasa. So, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has particularly revealed all the most uh, intimate Rasa uh, that from exchange with Krishna in the most intimate manner. Uh, there's nothing beyond this. We don't find any indication in Shastra of this. Nor is it imaginable that there is anything beyond this. The next Vishnu avatar is Kalki avatar, but he comes for a different purpose altogether. Many people in the modern age are bewildered by this imitation Kalki avatar. But the actual Kalki avatar, who is described in Shastra, comes at the end of Kali Yoga and another 4,27,000 years. So in brief, the answer to your question is no. Say that. Sanchepme. Sankshepme vichar hai nahi 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 kalite kevala upaya govinda naam. Now, uh, one thing is, we you know, it, it's uh, as I said at the beginning of the lecture, we have the highest regard for the uh, Sri Vaishnav Sampradaya, and we, we don't want to make any kind of, we definitely don't want anything like some kind of rivalry or enmity or nothing like that. But we should just understand everything in a philosophical manner as Ramanuja himself presented everything philosophically. Hmm. You want to say something? Please, please, just wait a minute. Actual chanting is purely spiritual. Spiritual means aprakrita, beyond the physical platform. If one's consciousness is not on the uh, spiritual platform, then it's possible to chant 
in a mundane way. For instance, uh, well, just like the chief minister of Tamil Nadu, his name is Karuna Nidhi, which is a name for, for Krishna, actually. But by uh, thinking of him, one doesn't make any spiritual advancement. But even uh, talking of him, mentioning his name, even indirectly there is uh, spiritual benefit. That is called Nama Bhas, or a reflection of the uh, full value of chanting the holy name. Emotional, in, in actual spiritual existence, all pure emotional, all pure emotion is there. Living beings are not emotionless. Everything is done with some uh, some level of emotional involvement. So how much we are emotionally involved in the uh, when we chant the names of Krishna depends on our uh, on our level of spiritual advancement. The ultimate level of chanting is uh, when is one is completely emotionally involved on the spiritual platform. What is that verse from the? Tenth canto that Ishwara Puri taught Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That uh, when when one is in uh, full spiritual consciousness, then he loudly chants the name of his beloved Lord with full attachment. He laughs, hasati, rodati, laughs, cries, sings, and dances like a madman, without caring what other outside people think. This is the perfection of chanting.